On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're going to address some seriously wrong misconceptions about Facebook ads and lead generation, and we're sitting down with two of you guys, two of our audience members, two of our listeners, two real estate agents from two totally different sides of the country with different perspectives on what is working for them right now with their lead gen. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 72 of the Massive Agent Podcast. This is going to be a fun one because we get to hear about your experiences and what's working for you. We're sitting down with two Massive Agent Podcast listeners from uh, Dan Parker. He's from San Diego on the West Coast. Then we have Cynthia Nina Soto in Salem, Massachusetts on the West Coast. And Dan it has he's been an agent for two years. Cynthia has been an agent since 2005, I believe she said. So about 15 years. She's a broker, has a, a brokerage and two totally different perspectives. And they're both using Facebook ads to do totally different things. Super interesting stuff. I took a lot of notes when I was talking to them. So you're, you're really going to enjoy it. If you're new to the show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am the, uh, I'm a national speaker, trainer, and real estate marketing coach for all things real estate marketing. I am the host of our brand new show, Industry Connected, on Facebook Live every Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern time. You can find that on the Industry Syndicate Facebook page and then on YouTube after the fact. After episode three, it will become another podcast as well because as you've heard me say before, never ever launch a podcast until you have at least three to five episodes. So we're waiting to episode three before we turn it into a podcast. We are a proud founding member of the Industry Syndicate, the first media network in the real estate industry. I am a co-founder of that network. Very proud of that. And I'm a realtor in Salt Lake City, Utah with EXP, an active real estate agent and the founder of the Massive Agent Society, which is our lead generation Facebook ads, coaching and support program. All right. Um, Man, this is this is such a good show today. These two interviews, I think you guys are going to be blown away uh, because Dan is getting four to five leads a day every single day. He has it systemized. He has leads coming in. He'll tell you exactly which ad he's running that is producing these leads. He, he'll tell you about his follow up plan and and basically like how his whole system is put together. And then Cynthia, she, it kind of blew my mind because she told me how she used Facebook ads once she once she zoomed out, so to speak and thought about how Facebook ads work and the power of them and how you can put a specific message in front of specific people. And she thought of a very clever way to do that, to accomplish something most of you have probably never even thought you could do. And I didn't even really think of this either. So, so exciting. Two quick announcements. Uh, you've heard me talk about agentology before on the show. And in fact, our our third most listened to episode was with David Tall, a co-founder of Agentology. They are the that's the lead response system for real estate agents and their leads. Well, guess what? Agentology now is open for business for mortgage people, for loan officers. Agentology now has a lender product where if you're a lender, you can have Agentology respond to all of your leads for you in a fully compliant way. Um, 
I mean, agentology wasn't really set up for lenders prior to this. They were really just meant for loan officers. But now, whether you're an agent or a loan officer, agentology can take care of you. And they they are so gracious over there. They are willing to hook you guys up with a discount. So if you want to try out agentology and see what they're all about, this is a company I've used for well over a year. I think I've been with them for two years, going on two years. They respond to all of my leads 24-7, 365 within five minutes. I love these guys. It could be Christmas morning and I know a human being in San Diego is going to respond to my leads. So go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash agentology, massiveagentpodcast.com slash agentology. If you are a, if you're a lender and they will get you taken care of and show you how as a lender, they can respond to your leads. And, and for using our link, they're giving listeners to this show 50 bucks off your first month. So once again, massiveagentpodcast.com slash agentology and uh, go over there, fill that out, get, uh, they'll give you a walkthrough of the platform to see if it's a good fit for you. So lenders, you are in luck, super exciting. And then I am, so what is it? It's May, this summer I decided, so, okay, full transparency. Over, Over the last week or so, I was really trying to figure out what I enjoy doing most and how I can do more of it. Um, trying to audit myself and my business. What do I spend the most time on? What do I want to be spending the most time on? I realized that a lot of my time was being taken up by creating graphics and, and social media posting and, or even just catching up on emails and notifications and then putting together like a WordPress blog post every time we do a, a podcast episode and like all these things. So I'm actively trying to find someone to help me with that, that I can outsource that to. And I think I found the right people, so we're good. But um, that, that's going to free up a lot more time for me to put out more content, be more creative, and do more coaching. I love one-on-one, uh, you know, helping you guys one-on-one. So what I'm going to be doing twice a month, okay, I'm, I'm putting a limit of two times per month on this, but I am now, if you guys would like one-on-one coaching in your in your town, in your house, in your office, whatever... I will come to you, all right? So for one flat fee, it'll include all my travel, all my food. I take care of that myself and I will fly out and you will have me for the day. I can walk through and see how you do business in your office and the systems you have in place. So if that interests you, message us on Instagram, send me a DM. Our account is at Massive Agent and uh, and let me know that you're interested in that. So we are doing in-person, all-day coaching uh, with me personally. So if that interests you, if you want to bring me out for yourself or for your team or your brokerage, whatever, um, you could hire me for the day and travel and all of that will be included in that. So I'll do that twice a month. I already have one for the month of May. So there's one more and then I'll be doing two per month after that. So let me know. Let me know if you want in. All right, guys. So we're going to get into it. The first interview today is with uh, with Dan Parker. Dan is a fairly new agent. He's been an agent for about two years in San Diego, and he's just he's just killing it. So I'm going to let him do the talking. Let's jump into it with Dan, and then afterwards you'll hear from Cynthia Nina Soto with um, Nina and Soto Company over in Salem, Massachusetts. And I'm telling you, take notes, take notes, because she has a different perspective on a very cool way she's used Facebook ads to do something very, very cool that's changed her life and her business. Check this out. Dan Parker, thanks, man. Thanks for joining me today and sharing your sharing your journey. 
Um, for, for the Massive Agent Podcast listeners, tell us a little bit about you. Get us up to speed in two minutes or less on who you are as an agent and what got you to this point. Yeah, you got it, Dustin. Um, so I have had my license for just about two years. I'm in um, sunny San Diego. Um, I got started by myself, you know, intentionally wanted to start, you know, not under someone else's team and develop everything myself. Um, I spent about a year just figuring out how Facebook works and how to get um, uh, started with some social content, um, along with plenty of other things in networking and, and farming and all that stuff. Uh, but I knew that I wanted a big aspect of what I was doing to be on, um, you know, social media um, and a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and then about uh, basically the beginning of this year, I realized, you know, I, I understand how the Facebook works and how the Facebook ads work, but I couldn't figure out the actual type of content to run is kind of the roadblock I had. So in common Jan- problem. Yeah. Yep. So in January this year, I decided, you know, I was writing down my goals every day and saying, you know, all my goals for how much, how much business I want to do and where I want to be. And the beginning of this year, I just decided, you know what, I'm ready. I'm ready to switch over to a brokerage that has a, you know, a little bit better technology and, and set myself up in a system to where I can really start to develop these, these tools and really go for it. So I, jo- I switch over to EXP in January and, and hit the ground running ever since. You're a wise man, Dan. Well, yeah. we'll wrap it up right there. It says that that's all we need to know. Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. It, it's really cool to see your growth since since you got started. Uh, you moved over to EXP. You you joined the Massive Agent Society, and had you had you been running Facebook ads prior to that? You said you you did. You just didn't really have much success because you you had that roadblock, right? Yeah, I'm, I definitely had been dabbling, but it was more uh, like I just I didn't really know exactly what to put out there, and I I didn't really understand how that actual lead gen aspect of it worked and how important it was to have very clear objectives of, of what you want to do, what you want to get out of it. And for me, ever since I, I started doing it in January um, with you is uh, really clear objectives on, you know, getting people to, to sign a form, getting their information and then following up with them, you know, immediately and, and having some type of campaigns in, um, you know, that you keep reaching out to them on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. Getting the leads is the, it's the first thing, like for a a football analogy, getting the lead is, is catching the ball. Like you you just catch the ball. Now you have to run with it and score. There's, it's just, it's a very important piece to the puzzle, but it's not the whole thing. So you're right. Going into, going into this year, then what would you say was your biggest misconception you had about Facebook advertising and about lead gen in general? Um, I think it sounds funny, but you know, in, in January, I remember thinking, man, have I, did I wait too long to get started on Facebook ads? I, I really remember thinking that like, man, I'm, I'm missing it. All these other people are hitting the ground running and, and it's by the time I get in there, you know, the cost per lead is going to be astronomical. I'm never going to make any money off of it. Um, and it's just, it's crazy because now that I'm in here doing it, I'm getting leads for less than $4 per lead. And I'm literally getting so many leads now. I'm having to have uh, other companies help me qualify the leads. So not the worst problem to have. <laughs> no, no, there, there's there's definitely some some worse problems. So tell us more about those results, and then I want to know. Tell the peeps which ad you're running to get these leads because you you've been you've been systematically bringing in leads on a regular basis in San Diego, which is that's a competitive market, and and you've done very well. Uh, and it's really cool to see your growth just over the last few months 
So tell us what those results look like and, and how, how have you put this thing together? Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because I, I was talking to someone else about this today, just thinking back at, you know, I was still putting in at least 40, 50 hours a week into, into real estate every single week ever since I started. But looking back before of how many more conversations I'm actually having now, I'm, I'm having pretty much daily conversations with people that um, it's to at some point want to buy a home locally. But yeah, so when I got started with these ads, I was expecting, I, w- I just wanted to get under uh, leads under $10. That was kind of my goal. Um, and now I am, I'm spending about $20 a day and I'm getting about um, four, I would say pretty much on a regular basis, I'm getting four leads a day plus or minus. Um, and it's, I mean, they're just flowing in right now. It's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And um, yeah, I can't wait till they actually start paying off. Um, but I have a couple buyers pre-qualified. Um, and like I said, just a lot of good conversations so far. That's what it's all about right there. And, and what I respect about you, Dan, is you, it, like you said, going into it, you just wanted leads for a certain amount. And, and it sounds like you kind of were thinking of the lead as like, it, subconsciously, I think to a certain extent, you were thinking the lead was kind of the end goal get the lead and then the rest just kind of handles itself, right? Absolutely. We've all done that to a certain extent, but now you, you've figured out, okay, the lead came in. Now what? Now what do I do? And, and I know you've, you've uh, hired Agentology, which, which I personally use and we've talked about on the show to outsource that because you're, you're busy. You're out there showing homes. You're out there with your family. You're sleeping from time to time. And agent are based in San Diego, which I like. That's yes, yes, that's right. Downtown San Diego, which which sucks, by the way. I San Diego is one of the worst cities. Yeah, and by worst I mean best. Yeah, <laughs> when I when I was there, when was that? Early April. God, I love that city. Yeah, San Diego is one of those places for me and my family that we just love going to. San Diego and Jackson Hole, I'd say, are our favorite domestic cities. So, anyways, enough about you and your awesome. Awesome freaking weather and city. Yeah, uh, it's terrible down here. I know. I know. It's a rough life. Rough life. Hashtag beach <laughs> life. Um, what was... It, so the ad that's bringing in these leads consistently, which yes. ad are you running? Yeah, um, I basically... I have two ads, but they're basically the same thing. Um, homes under 400,000 or homes under 450,000 in kind of specific areas of San Diego. So I'll do like central San Diego, and then I'll kind of list some of the cities or east San Diego and I'll list some of the cities. Um, and they're just, yeah, I mean, people see that scrolling down and they hit a couple buttons, give me their information. It's it's just going going off like crazy. You've definitely figured out that ratio. I mean, this is one of our, this is the best ad that we have in the society. And we've talked about it on the show too. You have to get the ratio right of you know, because you're offering people a list of homes for surprisingly less money than they think they'd need to pay to get into a certain desirable area. And getting the ratio right is key. You've done that. It probably took some experimentation with the price ranges, I assume? Yeah. I mean, there were definitely some moments where you feel like the ad's not working or it's working, especially in the beginning, and you're hesitant to put too much money into it. Um, and then, you know, even again with all the, the changes that Facebook is making, um, after they got, was it sued by HUD or, uh, um, government agencies? Yeah. They're, they're getting their ass kicked from left and right. Absolutely. So I, you know, I was afraid that having to have a bigger radius and doing all these, uh, 
not having, not being able to have um, age groups in there, all that stuff would have a huge difference. And I mean, I'm, I'm getting the exact same results I was before, even maybe a little bit better. That's awesome. And I've, I've been hearing that the quality of lead is getting a little bit better, even with doing the exact same thing. The Facebook algorithm, like the almighty Facebook, like it, it really does know what it's doing for the most part. If you point it in the right direction and give, give it good guidance with the audience you suggest for it and everything. Uh, but it knows what you're trying to do if the ad itself is solid and you're doing a solid ad. So I love it. Um, yeah. Did you, so you actually have some, some clients from these already, right? Yeah, I have um, two clients that are pre-approved and looking for homes. Um, I, you know, a, a lot of this ad, you're getting a lot of um, first-time buyers that are looking at, you know, maybe six months out, a year out, a year and a half out. Um, sure. I would say, I mean, I've at least made contact with about a dozen people that would like to buy a home with me. Uh, just depends, you know, just it's the end game. It's going to take, might take a little bit of uh, some time for some of them, but you know, once I have these ads running for a full year and have all these systems going consistently, then it's, it's should be going off pretty well. Oh yeah. You're going to be doing just fine because you're doing the right stuff now and you're patient and you realize that it's not about running an ad today, getting leads tonight, turning them into a client tomorrow, making an offer on Friday. Yes, exactly. Long-term systems that'll create long-term, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the value, and that's where that's why you hear all this bullshit in Facebook groups all over the internet that Facebook ads don't work. <laughs> well, there's so many variables, as you know, that go into whether or not an ad works. It obviously works. It's it's a tool like anything else. If you use it right and use it effectively, it's going to work. And if you don't, it won't work. Simple as that. So I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you um, found us and that you you know, jumped in and, and followed the step-by-step implemented. And here you are reaping a bunch of leads. Yeah. And even before that, just listen to your podcast. You know, I got a, I got a ton of information off of that and um, you know, thankful to be in the group and working underneath you and doing really well. Oh, I'm dude. It's, it's good to have you. And, and for clarification guys, so Dan's in San Diego, but San Diego is a big area, very big area. He, he does not own the entire San Diego area. So there's still some, some open spots for the San Diego agents um, who, who still want to participate in the society and, and see what Dan and others are up to. Um, so check that out. It, all the info is at massiveagentsociety.com. You can see if your market's available. Here's, look, I urge you guys this, all right? Because Dan is a perfect example of somebody who, who realized he, he can't or wasn't willing to take the time and the money to learn it all himself, right? You can. Absolutely. I went that route. I taught it all to myself, but it cost me well over 10 grand in ad spend, years of testing, frustration, being broke in the short term. You know, had I just hired a coach, taken a course or whatever to speed that process up, to shorten the learning curve and to have someone who's had success give you the roadmap, the step-by-step roadmap, I could have been making money a lot faster, but I didn't because I was in that, oh, I can't afford it phase. So yeah. look, whatever you do, guys, you don't have to be a society member. You don't have to hire me or, or a coach or whatever. I highly suggest you, you find someone who knows what the hell they're doing, who knows what they're talking about, give you the roadmap of how they do it. That might cost you some money, 
but I'm, I'm telling you it's, it's cheaper in the long term to do that, shorten the, lear- the learning curve. This is true with all coaching, guys. Like, there's a reason why Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan and LeBron and Dwayne Wade and all these guys have coaches, right? They know how to play basketball, but the coaches make them that much better and, and shorten things up and they can see their blind spots. It's worth it. So whatever you do, do yourself a huge favor and hire, hire or find a, a, a mentor. Okay? Do something to learn this stuff because it can change your business forever and these skills are so valuable. Dan, last question for you. What's the biggest thing you've learned so far of all the, of all the stuff you've learned in the society and even this just within these last two years of being an agent, what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far? Uh, man, the biggest lesson, that's a tough one. Um, on the spot, know, what is it? Yeah, on the spot, <laughs> on the spot. You know, I, biggest lesson for me is I, I just really like helping people buy and sell home. I, I really love this industry. So now that I'm able to have all these you know, nonstop conversations, it's, it's leading me to a really good place. So, okay, so you found something you like and, and now lead generation is a way to get more people to talk to and get in front of. Exactly. Love it, love it. Awesome. Dan, thank you so much for, for, uh, for sharing your wisdom and your experience today. I love it. You've done some really amazing stuff in a very short period of time. And I think 2019 is going to be a big year for you, uh, you know, as you go through spring, summer, and, and the rest of the year. So I'm excited to see that. And uh, Dan, how can, how can they find you? If, if any, anyone listening has a referral, perhaps, for a oh, fantastic yeah. agent in the Northeast San Diego area, how do they find you? Yeah, uh, I'm sure you could search Dan Parker, San Diego, and uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You can find me, um, Dan Parker Properties. Uh, yeah, love to talk to anyone. Perfect. And we'll have, we'll have links to your social media in the show notes on, uh, for this episode on MassiveAgentPodcast.com so you guys can find it there too. Dan, thanks so much, man. Thank you, Dustin. See ya. Guys, Dan is proof. He is absolutely proof that if you just... If you get the right plan, the right roadmap, and then implement it step-by-step exactly the way that you've been instructed by whoever knows what they're doing, you can win, all right? He's And he has the advantage of also being a very smart guy. He's he's charismatic. He's likable. Uh, he's going to have a, a very great, uh, lucrative, and successful real estate career. What he's doing right now with ads is jump-starting the hell out of his career. What might have taken him four or five years is going to take him like two and a half. So he's really doing good stuff. I'm super proud of him, and uh, I get to work with him on a regular basis as a Massive Agent Society member and one of our EXP agents. All right, next, we're going to go to Cynthia Nina Soto in Salem, Massachusetts. Like I said before, I'm, I know I've said it like five times. Get ready to take notes, guys. This is, this is amazing stuff. Let's jump into it with Cynthia. All right, I'm sitting here with one of my favorite Massive Agent Society members, favorite people, Cynthia Nina Soto. You are up in the Boston area, right? Essex County, Massachusetts? You got it. Thank you so much, Dustin. Yes, I am here in the uh, north of Boston, about 20 minutes north in the uh, Salem, Massachusetts area. Yes, That's right. Salem. And you have a podcast up there, right? Uh, Salem, well, what's your podcast? I started, I, I started a um a flash briefing oh, nice. and um, a Facebook group called Wicked Salem uh, in which I'm talking about everything that's going on here in Salem. You know, we're much more than just the witch city. 
Um, but there's so much that goes on in here. So I, I do the flash briefing and I've got the Facebook group for Wicked Salem. And um, I talk about things in Salem, but also sprinkle in every now and then the, the, the needed you know, tips for real estate, what's happening here in Salem. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I was going to ask you if, if that's the same Salem from the witch trials, but it sounds like it is. It's kind of crazy. It is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we're officially, as of today, we are 174 days away from our October 1st opening. So we're excited about that. The countdown begins. Do a lot of people come visit then in October? I'm absolutely. totally, totally clueless when it comes to this. Absolutely. So Salem itself is about nine square miles total. Uh, okay. But for the month of October, we have hundreds of thousands of tourists that come through. Uh, for the past 10 years here in Salem, on Halloween night, we've had over 110,000 people just for Halloween night. So it's, it's a pretty huge, huge event that uh, takes us all month long. Uh, we start with the Haunted Happenings Parade. Uh, very first week of October, and uh, we ended on Halloween night with the biggest Halloween party I would say in the country. It's it's pretty amazing. My wife would absolutely love that. She loves Halloween. It's one of her favorite holidays, and I think she's mentioned she wanted to go there. So that's that's pretty cool. Let's Cynthia, make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. It's just a plane ride away. That's Seriously. Right. But all right, I'll I'll tell her October's October's when to go. October is the month to be. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So Cynthia, real quick, in, in, in just a couple minutes, tell us who you are. Uh, I know you're a real estate broker, right? You have your own brokerage? Yes, I do. I have cool. my brokerage here in Salem. Awesome. Um, I've Get us up to speed on who you are and, and how you got to this point, And then we'll jump into some of the, uh, you know, some of the lead gen stuff. Sure thing. So I'm an agent back in 2005. Um, the market crashed as you know, everybody just went running for the hills. I did too. Came back into it uh, back in 2015 approximately when I decided, okay, enough is enough. Let's jump back into this. I came back into real estate as a licensed broker. And at the same time, I started doing some flipping. So since 2015, I've been running my own brokerage, and I've also been flipping properties here in the Boston area. Fast forward to today, um, we are flipping on average about eight houses per year, and um, I just bought a brand new building so that I can put my brokerage in there with my agents. I've got six agents working with me, and I'm kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's awesome. So, so what were you doing prior to real estate? I worked at Human Resources at Salem Hospital. Can you believe it? Me in Human Resources. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> I am not Human Resources material. I am oh, yeah, the yeah. last PC person that could ever walk the face of this planet. But, I think that's um, why we yeah. get along. I think that's why we like yeah. each other. Because uh, yeah, I I'm, think so. Yeah, I'm absolutely unemployable. Like I, I yeah. cannot. I'm not an employable person. And let alone in, in the HR, in the HR department, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. no. So, well, that's interesting. Okay. So, so would it be safe to say, would it be fair to say that you're not a classically trained, like a professional marketer and, and you didn't come into the, into the real estate business, like 
having a degree in, in marketing and lead generation. Is that safe? Very safe. Okay. <laughs> I know nothing about anything that was lead generation. I mean, when I got into this, lead generation was go knock on doors, go call the expired, and uh, you know, be charming and, and wear a pretty skirt. That that was the extent <laughs> of my lead generation. <laughs> Three inch heels and red lipstick. There you go. Well, there you go. Whatever works. Um, <laughs> Uh, so you you and I have talked over the last year or so because you've you've been with the Massive Agent Society since we launched back in April twenty eighteen or yeah April twenty eighteen. Thank you by the way. Um, you have you've told me some really cool stories of of what you have done with with Facebook ads and with with what you've learned marketing wise. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that because this show this show is important to me because there's so many people. Uh, I see in in Facebook groups all the time people asking, "Do Facebook ads work?" And then in the comments, "No, they don't. They work, but not in my market." And and not not just Facebook ads, but but marketing principles that like, "Oh, it doesn't work for me." Um, it I that's so it's ridiculous because all of all Facebook ads is a tool, and you have to know how to do it right. You have to do it effectively. Just because you run an ad doesn't mean that you had a good ad. It wasn't maybe you didn't run it to the right people. Maybe you did it wrong. You clicked a few things you shouldn't have. Like there's other variables then does it work or not? So tell us, tell us like when you, when you, a year or so ago, where were you at? Had you run Facebook ads? Um, had what, how are you getting your clients up to that point? So before I came on to the massive agent, I, the extent of my, Facebook marketing or social media marketing uh, in my ads was I was very excited to learn how to boost an ad. So I uh, the boost my button. Business, <laughs> yes. The boost button. Oh, and I'd go into my listing appointments and I was like, yes, look, see, I can boost an ad and now we're on Facebook. And I was, you know, I was the shit. I was like, yes. Yes. And then nothing. It was like, wait, what do you, what, do you, what, where are the leads? What? It's supposed to just like magic work and and it was not at all. So I spent a ton of money just blindly boosting ads. Um, right. I had no idea what an audience were. I had no idea how to target, nothing. It was just boost an ad and hope and pray. Um, there was, of course, no lead capture, nothing. I was just throwing money to the wind. That's where I started. and. And then in came you, uh, my saving grace, and you've <laughs> taken me from, honestly, I mean, I don't know how my husband might feel about me calling you my saving grace, but <laughs> you absolutely have been. Um, you've oh, taken me Thank from, you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> you and your squirrel are my saving grace, believe it or not. Oh, my squirrel is, man, my squirrel. I'll tell you what, he's a famous son of a bitch. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, Dustin, in all honesty, you've, you've taken me from boosting an ad to not only being able to understand um, the, the, the premise behind what a Facebook ad should do, understanding what you want it to do and how to accomplish it. But I, for example, I'm able to go to my buyers um, who are struggling finding properties that are on the market. And three different times already, I've been able to close a deal because my buyers have said, listen, I really, really want to be in this particular neighborhood. Like if you could find me a house in this neighborhood, I will buy it. 
uh, unfortunately, those neighborhoods were not on the market. But with the information that you've given us on the massive agent, I've learned how to hyper-target certain properties in certain neighborhoods so that I'm in their face all day long. So in addition to you know, wearing my miniskirt and my red lipstick and knocking on doors and sending letters, these owners are now seeing me on Facebook, specifically targeting them with a ready, willing, and able buyer. Um, so that's one way that I've been able to provide a service to my clients and, and they're absolutely happy because they're not having to deal with, you know, multiple offers in an overcrowded market. Um, so I've become their saving grace in doing that. And I've closed three deals already, three deals doing that. No competition, just get in there and provide a, 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 an absolute and needed service. This is so cool. This is so cool because the vast majority of conversations out there about Facebook ads are about getting leads, like run an ad, get a certain number of leads in, close deals, right? And and that's like that that's real. That's legit. Like we a lot of people do that. I suggest people do that. But Facebook ads is a platform to help you get more exposure and reach the right people with certain messages which can mean many different things. It's not just about run ad, capture leads. You've used it in very clever, unique ways by finding homes that were not listed yet for buyers. That's incredible. Like that, that's not normal. You are, it's not normal, but it should be because you, you had the wherewithal and I want to celebrate you for a minute because you put in the work to do this. You, you consume the information with an open mind and then implemented. Okay, I can't do any of that for you. I could put the information in front of you, hopefully in a way that's easy to digest and understand, but then you you have to do it. And you did. And you've closed. That's so cool because I hear all the time, well, how many deals have you closed from it? Like, well, you've closed three. And that's, those are large checks. And like, I imagine after the first one, you had a positive ROI on the whole thing. Like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. So let's dive but a little. You know deeper. what, Justin? It's, yeah. It's not just about consuming the, the information because yes, I can sit in front of a computer and, and watch it, but it's, it's having the ability to understand it and then mold it to be what you want it to be. You know, yes. I mentioned that I'm doing flipping, you know, so I've been flipping houses and, and whatnot since 2015. Um, at the end of last year, there was a property here in Salem, um, about a half a mile from my home. It used to be a pediatric office, had been sitting vacant for over a year, zoned in an R1 zoning. The city was giving me a very, very hard time in allowing me to purchase that property and convert it into a mixed use, having a a residential component and then a business component of it. Um, they were giving me a hard time because the neighbors weren't on board. So I used that same tactic that you taught me how to target a very specific neighbor, a specific property. I used that to show the neighbors what the property is going to look like. I used it to reach out to them and show them what's there now and what could possibly be there if they would just give me the opportunity. And let me tell you, I went to the ZBA meeting in the beginning of December all of the neighbors were there. And when I saw them, I was like, holy crap, these people are going to blow up my deal. 
And none of them did that. Every single one of them stood up and said, we're excited for this. This is a great project. We need it. And our one zoning be damned. This is what needs to go there. So that's another way that I was able to take the information that you gave us and use it for something that, you know, you could say is pretty selfish. It's, it's a property that I want to buy so that I can move my brick and mortar office into it, but at the same time offer something that is needed in my community. So right, right. for yeah. that, again, I thank you. It's, it's, so it's not about just dice, you know, sitting there and listening to the information. It's being able to see how else can I use it? Because once you understand the goal that you want to achieve and how to get it, then everything else is just simple. You know, it's just do it. So 100%. I, I, yes, I love it. We're in the middle of building that out now. And all the neighbors are like, Ooh, what phase are you in now? Did you do this yet? So they're all like fully vested in it. And I've made awesome neighbors and I've made awesome friends through that. So thank you. See, this is blowing my mind, Cynthia, because uh, even I, because I'm constantly trying to figure out how to help people get more leads. And so I focus on leads and you, you took a step back. You're like, okay, I, I have the knowledge of this platform. I know how it works. Now I need to do this thing. I want to raise awareness for a certain thing in this area. And you used your knowledge of the platform to do that. And that's, that's not a common thing. That's really, really clever. And it's kind of blowing my mind because I don't think I've heard that before uh, for someone who's, who's used Facebook ads specifically the way you did. And my God, the implications there for, for commercial investors, real estate investors in general is, is crazy. Um, so congratulations like that. That's really impressive and really cool. And I, I'm really impressed with how you've been able to do that. That's, that's on you. Like, that's totally you and and I'm proud that I, yeah I'm I'm really proud of you because that's really cool. Um Cynthia real quick, what was your biggest misconception or frustration or uh, roadblock with with Facebook ads um prior to really jumping in and taking learning the platform seriously? Well, the the misconception is that you can put one ad in and it's going to solve all your problems. And that's yes. what I was thinking. I was thinking if I boost an ad, um, well, that, that I've, I've got a presence and, and I'm there and people see me and the leads should just flow right in and my business should be, you know, I, I should be stopping them at the door. It was just, no, I can't take you. And it was not like that. So that was my biggest hurdle to overcome that in, in that it's not like that at all. Nothing is ever like that. There is no silver bullet. Um, and, and just being able to peel back the layers and dissect it has been very, very helpful. And in, in following the different steps that you have in the Massive Agent Podcast have allowed me to do that. Now, Facebook is constantly changing, you know, as, as it's expected. You've said it a hundred thousand times. It's don't become complacent. Things will change. So being able to have that knowledge, that background knowledge, and seeing the changes that they're putting through, it becomes easier now to adapt to those changes, uh, whatever it may be. You know, it's like, well, now they really want you to focus on groups. Okay, well, I started that a while ago, so let me focus on putting content into my group and targeting that content um, and so on. So it, again, so the biggest misconception was that, is thinking that this was a silver bullet 
and and the realization is understanding that it's not and being able to adapt to the changes that all of these social media platforms are going to put in front of you and and just you know bob and weave and punch back essentially and those changes are coming fast and furious uh, especially right now it's yeah. it's crazy so what i love about that and i say this every week in our society coaching call is it probably or it may not feel like it right now because we're like oh my god i just learned how to do this this strategy and now they're changing things on me and i have to learn a new one well if you as an engaged facebook advertiser are frustrated imagine how your competitors feel imagine how the other agents or loan officers in your area who are currently running ads how do they feel when they don't really have any resource or hand-holding or coach or guide to help them navigate all these changes, what's being changed and how it affects what they're doing, uh, they're just, they're going to be left behind. So everyone who's paying attention right now and is rolling with the punches, making the necessary adjustments, whenever Facebook removes uh, certain targeting options uh, for the audience or, or they add functionality or they change this metric or whatever it is, if you're paying attention, rolling with the punches, and staying up to date, you, every single time they change something, are moving that much further ahead of your competitors who get frustrated and either give up or they just start doing it wrong and their campaigns become less effective and they spend more money for less results or they just outsource it to an agency or something and way overspend versus if they just took a course, got a coach, uh, you know, learned how to do it the right way themselves. And so all of those things are good for you in a competitive context. So everyone listening, regardless if you're a society member or not, pay attention and roll with the punches and stay up to date because you're, 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 every single time you're moving further away from your competitors in the right direction. So I love that. It's, it's just a little frustrating in the short term, but it's all yeah, good. And those very same people that are not staying up to date are the very same ones that are saying oh, Facebook ads don't work or the leads are yes. junk and this is trash. Well, they're not. I mean, if that's the case, then I could say the same thing about calling expired leads. Why would I want to deal with that nonsense? No. Um, so it's, you're absolutely right. Is You have to digest the information, understand the goal that you're trying to reach and how to get it, and then just bob and weave and just keep on moving forward. And there are going to be major stumbling blocks. Absolutely. I've, I've, you know, bang my head against the wall, very frustrated several times. And it's like, okay, take a step back. What would Justin do? You know, what would Dustin do? What would Jason Fraser do? What would all of these, you know, snap pack people and the massive agent people do? And when I'm stuck, I just, I come to your group and I post a question and you guys are there to answer and, and guide me. So it's, it's having the tools and, and being able to, to bob and weave and, and digest it and not get uber frustrated with it because that's going to lead to nothing. Right. Totally. Well, and Cynthia, you, we were doing so well there. And then you mentioned Frazier and this whole thing just went <laughs> right off the rails. So we're going to have to re-record some other time. Oh, <laughs> we love Frazier. Yes. I love how you guys are like, you know, long lost brothers. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> it's, it's just like, I don't know. It's like breathing now. It's like, oh, you hear Fraser's name? Give him shit. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And he does the same with me and it's all good. And we'd lose respect for each other if we didn't do that. 
So that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cynthia, real quick, because you 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 spoke about a specific ad that you ran to raise awareness about the zoning so that you could acquire a property. What did that ad look like? What was the messaging? Um, tell us some more specifics about that ad. So anyone who didn't even think that was a possibility with a Facebook ad prior to hearing this, let's help them get a little closer to implementing that themselves. What did that ad look like and, and why do you think it worked? So what that ad was, I, I ended up taking a whole bunch of pictures and kind of creating like an animated series out of it. And it showed the property as it currently was, which is, you know, falling apart, totally vacant. And, um, and, and within the scrolls, I would, I would show what would happen if this property continued in, in, in this capacity, you know, and it continued vacant and it would show it like just kind of deteriorating. I was able to do that with, um, I don't know if they're a sponsor or not, maybe box brownie. Can I mention them? I know you've worked on with them before. Yeah. I've but used I them used before. box brownie yeah. to show uh, they're awesome. I've used, I use them to show the pick the property in worse condition. And then I use them to show the property as I wanted it to be designed. Right. Nice. Um, yes. When talking with the neighbors, part of the, I did kind of like an AB testing, um, but with so the same images, but different um, uh, copy. And, and it would show, for example, you know, this property is vacant. Um, and if we're continue to be vacant, you're going to see more homeless people or drugs use and it's going to continue to dilapidate and it's a concern to the neighborhood but then in comes me superhero let's redevelop this um and then i had another series where i would show what this could be and what the roadblocks were meaning the biggest roadblock was i wanted this to be a mixed use where i would have three residential units in one commercial space but the current zoning only allowed for one single family property, which it made zero sense because it was almost a 5,000 square foot building. Like who wants a single family that's that big in right. this part of Salem? It didn't make any sense. Right. So with that series, I was able to target the neighbors and show them there's potential to revitalize this part, you know, this property, which is right next to yours, which is going to have a positive or negative effect on your property, depending on what I'm able to do with it. And it was amazing when they came to the ZBA because a lot of the same things that I would put in my ad, they were just repeating right back to the ZBA members. And it was, you know, we don't want the homeless people here. And who cares about R1? It's the, this multifamily is the closest thing to a single family that you're going to be able to get in this building. And, and it was great. It was, it was great. I was, I, I felt kind of like, um, I don't know if you remember way back when we were young, uh, Pinky and the Brain like the evil genius. Oh, that's dude, what I, I love felt Pinky like. and the Brain. My son's been watching <laughs> Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain is the best. The Animaniacs were amazing. <laughs> I agree. That's, yes. That's what I felt like. I felt like, like I was pulling strings, you know, like evil genius. And that's when I realized, <laughs> holy shit, like this, this is like amazing. Like these are like superpowers. Like when I was young and I was asked, what superpower would you want to have? It used to be invisibility because I was wicked shy. I know, me, shy, please. But I don't believe it. Now, yep. 
Now I'm like, yo, my superpower, I need to be able to fully understand how to manipulate people using Facebook. And that's exactly what I did. I know manipulating is kind of like a bad word, but that's what I did. I showed people what's there, what is going to happen if it stays as is, and, and then what it could possibly be. I showed them the yellow brick road and here I came to their rescue. It was amazing. That is amazing. And, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Any, any fair-minded person that hears you say manipulate knows that there's, there's doing that for good and you, and doing that for bad. And you, you manipulated, or I think it's a more accurate term. You persuaded based on just giving people information, giving them perspective and then showing them what the alternative to that could be. So I think that's a very smart use of Facebook advertising a way that we don't talk about. Like that's just not really talked about because everyone just wants leads, uh, which is totally fine. Everyone should want leads, but you could also do this. So Cynthia, well done. Um, What was that? Did you just do photos or did you do like a slideshow or a video? Yeah, it was a bunch of photos. It wasn't, it was kind of a slideshow um, with different wording in in each of them. Um, A carousel? Like a carousel. Yes. Awesome. And I would just keep, I would just keep targeting them and targeting them from the moment that I got the, I put the property under agreement to the date of my ZBA meeting. It just, I just kept hammering back at them and, and someone might look at it and say, well, you spent an awful lot of money. And it's like, yeah, I did, but I got this amazing building at a fantastic price. And not only am I going to be able to move my office to it, but I'm going to become an investor in which I'm renting properties. And now I've got a better connection and a better relationship with my own city officials. After that, I became, um, I I was sworn into the affordable housing trust in the city of Salem. And it was because of my advocacy for housing, my much we, I kept saying we need housing here. And I know it's only three units, city of Salem, but it's three units that are currently not in existence. So now I sit in that board. And that's also thanks to that ad. So, that's so the cool. possibilities are absolutely endless. I mean, if, if you, whatever it is that you want to persuade, there is a way to do it. And it's totally ethical and no one else is doing it. And they look at you like you've got these superpowers. And meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, I got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn yeah. right you do. <laughs> I love it. So, Cynthia, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, such a unique and clever way to use Facebook ads. So congratulations on that. Very well done. Um, I'm, I'm proud to call you a friend and a you know, it's, it's great to have you and your creative mind in the Massive Agent Society um, so that others can learn from you as well. How can, how can listeners find you, Cynthia? So I am, of course, on Facebook, Cynthia Nina Soto. Um, my website is ninasoto.com. And um, my cell phone, can I give my cell phone? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, if you want. 8360868 same number i've had since like junior year in high school who does that but yeah nice. um, so yeah you could find me on facebook instagram um twitter uh all under my name cynthia nina soto yeah here in salem mass awesome and we will link to your social profiles in the show notes on massiveagentpodcast.com once the episode goes live Um, So if you guys want to follow Cynthia, there's links there on our website. Cynthia, thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. I appreciate you sharing your, your wisdom and knowledge with us and your experience. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dustin, for having me. It was an awesome pleasure. And, uh, 
let's keep on kicking ass. Absolutely. <laughs> Take care. Thank <laughs> See you. Ya. Absolutely amazing. I love it. I love what she's done. Uh, ultimately, Facebook ads, even though they can get leads, they it lets you put a message in front of a specific group of people. That could be used in so many different ways. And Cynthia, congratulations. I love it. Um, man, s- such out-of-the-box thinking. And look at the amazingly huge results that you had from that and and all the amazing things that have happened afterwards. I just want to take this second to thank Dan and Cynthia and celebrate you guys and the rest of our Massive Agent Society members for, for the work you put in. Guys, none of none of your success would be possible unless you implemented it. I, I appreciate the kind words and everything, and I, I appreciate you supporting our coaching program. But guys, without you taking action, none of your results would have happened. None of them. It The work is the variable. Just like our last episode, episode 71, was all about that one variable that separates you from that, you know, being the, the number one top producer in your market, the variable is work. So if you are willing to put in some work, you just need some guidance. If you want to see what these guys have access to and and the roadmap they've been implementing, please check out our Massive Agent Society program. It's for agents. It's for loan officers. We do only allow one agent or lender per market. So Cynthia, she owns Salem, Massachusetts forever. She's a lifetime member. Dan owns a portion of the San Diego market, so you could still snag another portion of the San Diego market. Just go to MassiveAgentSociety.com and see if your market is still available. We have a few different options if you want to do monthly, annual, lifetime. Lifetime is by far the best deal. And again, if your market is available, check those out. But these guys just became members. They they made a little financial investment and then they had open minds okay there's another very valuable component to this they had open minds and they had the willingness to get started and do it you can do that too if you if you have an open mind and you're willing to do step 1 step 2 step 3 and so on you can do this too and have a very successful career and have leads coming in so check it out massiveagentsociety.com we would love to have you um you know i'm i just don't see why people feel the need to reinvent the wheel. Like we know which ads work everywhere. Um, you just need to know what to do and then do it. Simple as that guys. So just yesterday, Wednesday, the 8th of May, we did episode number 300 of our massive agent minute, Alexa flash briefing. Super cool. Super cool to get to 300. I'm going to be really excited when we get to 365 because we've been doing our flash briefing every single day for a year at that point, but we just hit episode 300 uh, this morning is episode 301. If you're listening to it on uh, on Thursday morning when it comes out, then yeah. If you have not yet checked out our flash briefing, we do – it's basically like an extension of this show every single day, okay, seven days a week. Even Saturday and Sunday, we have a new original episode, and they're between one and four minutes long. An idea, a tip, a strategy, a story um, – an app recommendation, something that will help your business. So if you like this show, if you listen every week, you should really be listening for a few minutes every day to the Massive Agent Minute. All you have to do to your Alexa device is say, Alexa, enable the Massive Agent Minute. That's it. And then you just play your flash briefings each day and you'll get a new piece of content. So thank you all who do listen. Thank you who are about to listen. Thank you, especially to those who have taken the time to leave us a review. You can 
all you have to do is type Massive Agent Minute into the search bar on Amazon and you'll find it or the Alexa app. It's under skills and then leave us a review and it helps us grow a bigger audience and be seen by more people and have better content for you. Thank you guys. Um, and make sure you subscribe as well on iTunes because then I've mentioned a few times, if you're listening to this, when the show comes out, if you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, then you get a notification and the show is downloaded automatically every Thursday morning. So you don't have to remember to come back to us. You don't have to set a calendar reminder. You don't have to do anything, but just look at your phone. Oh, there's a reminder or sorry. There's a notification. The massive agent podcast is out. Boom. Listen, done. Please subscribe. It helps you. It helps us win, win. Awesome. Thank you guys. I hope you learned something today. I hope you took notes. Go back and listen a second time. There's some real wisdom shared by these two. I'm so proud to, uh, to be there with them on their journey and to, to help where I can. But like I said, guys, work is the variable. You put in the work doing the right thing, you will win. I guarantee it. This is Dustin Brome. Wow, I almost did my, <laughs> I almost did my uh, Massive Agent Minute flash briefing sign off. This is Dustin Brome with the Massive Agent Podcast. There we go. Have a good weekend. Thank you.